Hi, everybody. I'm Matt Harrington from the Southwestern Vermont Chamber of Commerce. I'm Jonathan Cooper with the Bennington County Regional Commission, and we are here with another episode of Shironomics. I'm delighted to have you with us today. Uh, we have a pretty great guest sort of lined up. Uh, Beth Dow of the Beyond Gallery will be joining us. We'll be talking a little bit about the small nudges that comprise some of the major decisions and choices that we make in relocation to Vermont. Um, but first, uh, top of mind for Matt and for myself, we have a couple of things I'd like to share with you. On my end, the Southern Vermont uh, Comprehensive Economic Development Strategy, or SEDS, is now live, federally approved by the Economic Development Administration, and we are in a project submission phase uh, until the end of February. That's so it. if you are a if you have a new project or a project from previous years, please head to SoVermontZone.com slash SEDS, that's C-E-D-S. You'll find the SEDS document itself and the project submission forms there. We have five objectives, you know, two goals for this that came out of this broad public um, meeting process. We want to strengthen business. Yep. We want to support people. We do that by increasing our population, by improving our business infrastructure, our physical infrastructure, wastewater, housing stock, our social infrastructure, things that drive civic engagement, and developing our project completion capacity. Um, So if you have a project that is addressing any one of those five objectives, myriad of ways, please head over to SoVermontZone.com slash SEDS and get that project submitted by the end of February. So that's it. So it's the final countdown. It's time to do it. Last year, we had over 70 submissions. We're looking to exceed that this year. Yeah, that's terrific, Jonathan. Thank you. Um, So for for us over in our our end, uh, you know, and and this kind of pertains to the discussion today on Shironomics, Mm -hmm. which is all about how to get new Vermonters to move to Vermont. Uh, One of the programs that this chamber oversees is the State of State program. Not to be confused with the remote worker program, (laughs) but I would say we we work in unison and we're very well aware of each other's activities. but we're one of four or five satellites uh, uh, organizations that work with the state of Vermont and specifically the uh, Agency of Commerce and Community Development on the State of State program. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, we use the tourism muscle of our mm-hmm. state to encourage people from all over the United States mm-hmm. to uh, to check out Vermont for a weekend. Mm-hmm. If they were going to come here already to go skiing, to check out Vermont um, for a weekend, we would uh, encourage them to check mm-hmm. out some of our employers, realtors, that sort of thing. So we really kind of curate the whole experience for a weekend. Mm-hmm. The marketing uh, goes out gets them to go through the funnel, they fill out the form, I get a notification, we reach out one-on-one and start to work with them mm-hmm. on their weekend. And I know, Jonathan, you've been a part of that uh, ever since yeah. the beginning. So this, uh, not this weekend, but the coming weekend, February 21st, that, mm-hmm. that kind of Friday, Saturday, all the way to the 24th into Monday, uh, we're doing our first day to stay of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do it at Bromley yeah. Mountain. So uh, one of the insights that we had through the program was... Um, was that uh, we should be focusing more on specific industries or specific sectors that people mm-hmm. traveling might be interested in. You know, take it healthcare in terms of an industry, mm-hmm. hospitality, or in this case, uh, skiing and snowboarding. So we know that we have plenty of people coming mm-hmm. to Vermont to enjoy the outdoors, especially yeah. in the winter, especially with all the snow in the mountains that we get. Yeah. One of the ideas of that state of state program mm-hmm. is that we uh, is that we focus on hey if you're here for a weekend maybe you want to check us out uh, come through the weekend program meet with some of our employers our realtors some of the schools and so we'll be at Bromley Mountain on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We already have about 20 people that all th- throughout the United mm-hmm. States that have signed up for the program. Mm-hmm. Bromley is a 
terrific partner. They're going to provide all those families with mm-hmm. free ski lift tickets for Saturday to come oh, check okay. out their mountain. So we're going to uh, do that there. Likewise, uh, my staff and I will be on the mountain uh, in case anybody didn't go through the program. But we know they're up from New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, uh, Massachusetts. They're all up visiting for the weekend. If they do want to be part of that program, they can simply fill something out at our desk and be part of the the, the night networking. So we'll, we'll do networking with community members and state-of-stayers that Saturday Again, they get the whole weekend to explore the Shires. Uh, and then on Monday, we will meet at the Manchester Welcome Center in the early morning, give them, of course, you know, apple uh, cider, uh, cider donuts, yeah. Cabot cheese, you know, the best stuff from yeah. Vermont. Get them mixing and mingling with a couple new community members. Yeah. And then uh, hopefully we've done our job uh, on the back end in, in the chamber and some of our partners to give them uh, a, a networking and a, and a recruitment opportunity with mm-hmm. employees around the region. So uh, the back end of that Monday day is going to be them going off and meeting with uh, recruiters and employers uh, to see if there's job opportunities for them. So again, a really neat uh, program. We'll p- probably talk a little bit about it in our next section. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what we're excited about coming up the 21st through the 24th. And that's one of five whole weekends we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, go to vermontvacation.com slash stay to stay if you want to learn more about that. Good. Yeah, perfect. And so uh, we now transition to our next segment. Uh, We will take a short break. When we come back, we'll hear more from Beth Dow, the Beyond Gallery, and a new Vermonter herself. Great. Welcome back. Uh, I am Jonathan Cooper again with Matt Harrington. We are here to talk about a – it's not every day that Vermont shows up in The Economist, but uh, that is indeed what happened uh, late last month in January and a uh, review of a number of states that are undertaking initiatives to bring people uh, to, to states that are losing population that need to see some growth. In um, Bennington County, we're down 4%, it looks like, uh, for between 2010 and 2020. So we, you know, states are finding ways and incentives to give people little nudges. Um, and this is an era of nudges that we live in now where maybe it's your phone telling you to take a few more steps. Um, maybe it's your healthcare provider encouraging you to get to the, uh, to get your physical and so we have a, a pretty big nudge in some ways um, that the state is taking on in yeah. the form of uh, worker relocation grants and incentives to bring people to the state. Um, one of the remarkable things about that article in The Economist is that the story began in Bennington. Um, and it began with the woman. So that caught your interest. Yeah, that caught our interest. Leisurely reading The Economist and it mentions your hometown. And it began with the woman that is seated to our left, uh, Beth Dow and her husband John, who relocated from Colorado. Mm -hmm. And uh, Beth now, with her husband, um, owns and maintains the Beyond Gallery, uh, Main Street in Bennington. And that is a mission there to provide space for up-and-coming artists uh, to display and sell their work sort of in a collaborative, welcoming environment. And uh, But also we have a, a few things going on Irons in the fire, and so we'd like to. You know, we're welcome. We're, love, we're glad that you're here. We're looking forward to this conversation about some of the, um, the the sense of arrival and just just how much of a strong nudge that relocation grant gave you. And so, how did that uh, program come to your attention? Sure. My husband had sent me an article when it first came out, like from CNN or something like that, in May mm-hmm. 2018. He kind of sends it as kind of a, a joke. And he's like, let's move to Vermont. And, uh-huh. um, but then I started looking into it because Denver's become very crowded, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a dream to open an art gallery, and I just could not afford to do it in Denver. Um, it's a very saturated market, high retail costs. So um, we started looking into the housing costs out mm-hmm. here, and he and I both have some connection to New England. I've got family in Boston. He's got family in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, 
long story short, next thing I knew, we were buying tickets to just come out and visit. And two hours after I bought those tickets, my husband got laid off from a job he held for 10 years unexpectedly. And I felt that was a little bit of a sign. So we came out, looked at houses. Next thing we knew, we were moving out to Vermont. So what specific program, Beth, did you kind of go through and how was that experience for you? We use the Vermont Relocation Remote Worker Program. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was I'm a commercial property claims adjuster in the insurance industry, and I was working out of the Denver office. Mm -hmm. And I knew as a company we had a few remote workers. And so um, I was like, well, maybe this could work for me as well. So I spoke to the president of our company. He agreed that I could become a remote worker. Mm -hmm. And um, we have since been able to get part of that grant money to help relocate us out here. Oh, and so is it a fairly simple process that you find with the with respect to the grant and sort of meeting those needs? Is that something that I guess your, your company was willing to sort of assist you with or was that something you're able to take care of sort of entirely on your own? I pretty much took care of it mostly on my own. They mm-hmm. did have to support me mm-hmm. with the application so they can, mm-hmm. Vermont can confirm mm-hmm. I am working remotely. Um, but it was a relatively easy process. Mm-hmm. All of the information was online. You know, there weren't a lot of... It wasn't a guarantee before you moved out here. It was just kind of you had to move and apply. But, you know, we did our research. We had our application in by January 11th of 2019. And next thing I knew, we were pretty fast. But it's, it's interesting that, you know, something that we talked about prior to the segment was that, um, that the program exists and there's lots of talk, recommend the program, but it doesn't end there. The, mm-hmm. the, the sense of, of, arriving in a place and putting roots down or becoming part of the community doesn't stop with yeah. simply, here's a check. Um, and so there were some other components that was it sort of a scheduling kismet, but it seems like between elements of the ben- in the Bennington area with uh, Startup 802 and the Lightning Jar um, that really sort of helped um, sort of put down some roots or, or form base. And how did that come about? Well, it was really important for me when I moved out that I didn't have a break in my actual job mm-hmm. because I had already used up most of my vacation time coming out to Vermont to check <laughs> yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. So I needed to make sure that I had reliable internet as soon as I got here. Mm-hmm. So in doing that, I researched Bennington and found the lighting jar as a place that I could go and work mm-hmm. if I needed to, if I couldn't get internet right away at my house. Mm-hmm. So that then led to me getting their newsletters, and then I found out about the Startup 802 program, and it was about, you know, what's it like to be an entrepreneur, and I already had this idea that we wanted to open a gallery. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this might be a good idea for us to start networking in town, get to know people, and learn how to open a business, because we had never done that yeah. before. You know, one of the things we run into, Jonathan, with economic development, and, and I know you have a story with this, Beth, is the trailing spouse you know, you can yeah. get one person to move mm-hmm. here, but sometimes it's tough when the whole family is moving, especially to get a job for husband and wife. Uh, so, Beth, uh, your husband moved with you, mm-hmm. and what happened from there? We really were not sure what was going to happen. Um, he had worked in the manufacturing industry in Denver, and we got out here, and he went through a deco to help mm-hmm. find a local yeah. job, and he's now been working at Mac Molding for about a year, I believe. Great, yeah. great. That, yeah, that is a great place to land, mm-hmm. and it's it's really. Um, I know that there was uh, some some press coverage in the Bennington Banner about the Beyond Gallery, and it's sort of an interesting moment of when a lot of the assets of what small town living can mm-hmm. provide sort of comes you know full circle. That that there's the an on ramp through the state grant program, but then that leads to just some legwork and due diligence and the lightning jar, a co working space, which would make sense in the case of a remote worker relocation grant that that would sort of rise to the top of the list, and then that's um, sort of 
intersection with the Community College of Vermont Startup 802 program that's been hosted at CCV for, and with some Lightning Jar co-hosting for a couple of years now, um, really helping lay the, the foundation for, um, for this sort of arrival was um, something that we talk a lot about with our sort of towns, small towns, our small villages in, the, in around Vermont is a lot of Main Street entrepreneurship, a lot of ownership of spaces downtown in our in our city centers where there's um, retail, galleries, etc. When you, know, you were coming out from the Denver area, when you first saw Bennington's downtown, what were some of the impressions that you had when you when you first laid eyes on it, and when you first saw where the Beyond Gallery ended up um, making its home? It was really that kind of quintessential. This is Main Street. This mm-hmm. is my dream. This is what mm-hmm. I want. Mm-hmm. You know, Denver has many main streets all over. There's a lot of different art districts yeah. and they are, um, you know, very big, very crowded, very expensive. Um, don't get me wrong. That's where I started as an artist. Yeah. My husband, and I met there, but so we do love it. But, um, you know, just walking down main street, seeing a couple open spaces here and there, mm-hmm. I could start to visualize. And then we start thinking, well, you know, maybe we can't afford to be on main street right away. Cause we're only going to be open on the weekends. Um, but, you know, people reached out to us immediately and we found it affordable. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I can't believe this is our first space is mm-hmm. going to be right on Main Street. I mean, it's a really fascinating sort of uh, collection of, of what is what has come to the, the Shires in, in the region mm-hmm. with this arrival, that there's in addition to our manufacturing sector, that there's in addition to our arts and creative yeah. economy sector. And there's still some remote work that's that's keeping you active. all through one 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 unit. You know, one, kind of, we kind of talk, one family element. unit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really it's truly. Really Remarkable, you know. The, the uh, Bennington Area Arts Council has sort of been taking um, ownership of the the Bennington County Cultural Plan that was produced with some uh, municipal planning grants. Uh, the town of Manchester, the town of Bennington, had sort of put up some dollars, and that um, sort of was produced in the last year. They secured a um, a consultant uh, from the North Adams yeah. area to come up and create this, really get some eyes on the creative economy and how that is, and perhaps an unheralded engine yeah. for our region's economy. Yeah. I know in our last uh, session of Shironomics, we spoke with Paul Carroccio about how important the art sector is from his perspective yeah. in real estate developments. And um, so in you're you know, coming from a major metropolitan area like Denver. Have you seen a sort of um, a thriving arts scene or vibe as you've been getting to know this region? Or have, how have your, uh, what have your impressions been of it to date? You know, one of the things that brought, that drew us to Bennington specifically was I, in Googling Vermont and where to go, we had found um, an article stating that Bennington was one of the top small towns for artists, communities in the country. And, you know, having the live theater here and having places you can buy art and it's just so many different options of all different areas of art. Um, And so coming here, we knew we were going to be put in the middle of a place where artists already are. Um, And we've just by word of mouth been getting people to display in our gallery. And I know there's still so many more people out there. Um, And and being a part of the main street and being next to, you know, Vine and Branches where Mm -hmm. they have all the the crafting vendors Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. bringing you Vermont with all the people that display in there and then Mm -hmm. Fiddlehead Mm -hmm. that also has so many different amazing artists. It just felt like right place, right time. Mm -hmm. You know, something not to be missed and, 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 you know, I, I, I hear Jonathan kind of giggling over here, and I probably am too. You know, I think for people like Jonathan and myself, we put mm-hmm. so much effort and 
it's it's kind of serendipitous all the things that you're running into and you're almost like a composite of the perfect person to yeah. move to Bennington because mm-hmm. you know when when you continually get ranked that high in terms of Bennington yeah. and its art culture mm-hmm. you know we of course celebrate it locally and then we don't really know where it lands you know when you've mm-hmm. got somebody uh, like Joelle at the Lightning Jar mm-hmm. or Jeannie and Nicole at CCV yeah. um, and you're you're kind of building these blocks here and I think from an economic standpoint and definitely from the agencies kind of leading the way we think they're going to work we we, yeah. we, we and so I, I, I want to give a shout out and I think encourage those especially who may not be in the region and looking at this show as you know maybe you are in Colorado or maybe you are in Montana and mm-hmm. thinking about how do you do this you know so much of the time and energy has been just on keeping to the true north of what would how would we create a community that welcomes somebody from Colorado or somebody from somewhere mm-hmm. else and sometimes that's creating the festival sometimes that's creating something like the lightning mm-hmm. jar or you know newer to the space is the Bennington area makers. Yeah. You know, putting all these elements can be a trudge sometimes. You know, you kind of feel like you're yeah. keep pulling on mm-hmm. it. And it's just so great, Beth, to hear that, you know, there are all these little touch points for you along the way that's, that now Jonathan and I go, okay, good. I'm glad I put mm-hmm. time into that. I'm mm-hmm. glad we built that. Um, so, uh, so if you are one of those people watching <laughs> and have put energy and time into things like this, Beth is, is yeah. your, is your, your golden goose is your, you know, is, is the thing that kind of can encourage all of us to keep going. Absolutely. And it's, it is, you know, knowing that's, that the story doesn't stop in Bennington, that it extends all the way up 7A and 7 yeah. and 30 into Manchester and the mountains, that we have um, this creative economy, this vibrancy, something that, it, you know, we're always looking to add, you know, more violins to the orchestra, more yeah. sounds into the mix, but it's something where, whether we're, you know, starting on Pownal or up in Peru, Sangate, all, all throughout, there is a, um, a creative energy that is, I think, really taking on a, a more visible, active role as we're going from being a, yeah. a silent partner in the underpinnings of our regional economy to something that's um, a draw, both for people for a short period of time, for a weekend, so perhaps something like stay to stay, and then yeah. for for the foreseeable future, for a lifetime, and that's um, I know that was something that struck me when I moved here in 2016, and I'm glad to hear that you know some of your impressions are, are about the same. We're both new Vermonters, and mm-hmm. it's always nice to um, to to remind. Um, some of our more seasoned Vermonters that, in fact, this is a That's place a good that, thing. that it's a good thing <laughs> and that it draws yeah. people and that there's a lot of ways to uh, to bring new eyes to these landscapes. And when we can see landscapes through new eyes, we essentially have a, an immensely broadened horizon. Well, and I think we need, I mean, I think the larger conversation in my mind is the twofold, which is um, we have to get comfortable with new Vermonters, which yeah. Vermont traditionally has never been. You know, you, you, you list your importance by the generations you can go back as a, as a true Vermonter. And we need to put that notion and that to the wayside. Jonathan, I know you know statistics off the top of your head of just what an aging workforce we have, what a slow birth rate we have. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, add on to that, college is closing and, you know, students exiting. Uh, So, Add all those things up. I, we, we can't be sitting fancy yeah. uh, as, mm-hmm. as sixth-generation Vermonters saying we're going to be all set when all the numbers point towards and, and really the impetus between mm-hmm. behind the remote worker and stay-to-stay and some of the other initiatives is that you know at the current moment Vermont's in a crisis yeah. uh, and has a challenge ahead of itself to reorient mm-hmm. itself to be more welcoming mm-hmm. to the best of the world and other uh, populations to come infuse us with. 
new taxpayers because yeah. uh, more tax paying allows us to have a larger budget and therefore allows us for the amenities that we so enjoy now mm-hmm. uh, but are, are potentially on the chopping block uh, as, yeah. as, we, uh, as our population dwindles. And I think there's really, you know, Two, two lessons there for me when I sort of think about how, you know, sort of directions for the future, one of which is, is not really policy oriented, it's sort of personally oriented. And I think at a lot of our town meetings, a lot of our uh, public outreach, it's common to talk about, you know, true Vermonters, about um, X, how many, ever many generation Vermonters. And I think that that's, that's a great indicator of someone's commitment uh, and, and devotion and love to, to an area or an, and a strong legacy of, of um, local decision-making. But it's also a way of um, perhaps inadvertently drawing distinctions between who, who matters or what the hierarchy is. And I think that um, that's, that's some language that is really helpful for us to, to move beyond and sort of thinking yeah. about, you know, we're in a position where we're, um, we don't have as many people as we used to have. Our Bennington County's population is down. Then about half the counties in Vermont are seeing their population dwindle. Um, and, you know, efforts to bring people around is nothing new. In fact, uh, the Economist article discusses the Homestead Act, you know, and of, of, that was bringing Americans to, to the, the, the Western frontier. Um, that we're always trying to, to entice people to come out uh, to areas that, that need them. So um, that's one element where we sort of realized that Something that was a sign of um, perhaps priority or, or preeminence is perhaps um, if we want to encourage new voices, we may wish to leave some generational um, ownership behind. The second is that you know a lot of economic development policy sometimes goes into um, bricks and mortar, things that you can see, what you spend your money on. If you can see it, you know that you have um, this is a fixed value. Uh, however, all those things diminish in value over time. That's just the nature of, of hard infrastructure. Um, but there's a little bit of a, a chance that has to be taken in bringing people to the region, whether it's through tourism or through these sort of more innovative um, arrangements. If that publicity hadn't gone so viral, you know, if that hadn't reached the Dow family, then it'd still probably be in the Denver area. Well, and I love the story that I saw it on CNN. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, again, yeah. is one of those, like, you, you hope to hear those stories mm-hmm. that it wasn't like you were even Googling Vermont, because then we'd say, well, yeah. that's a easy lead. No, it really kind of came yeah. in your peripheral went out from a CNN or, or, mm-hmm. or something like that, and that's what we want to hear. Yeah, it can go, you know, it's, um, so I know Matt and I are both delighted <laughs> that you were able to not just take the time to be with us today, yep. but for that even to be feasible, yep. <laughs> you need to move here first. And it's, um, you know, it, and it's really wonderful to hear that your impressions of arriving in this region have been uh, so positive, and that there's been, you know, like you said at the beginning, that the story didn't end with the grant program. Right. It really was about, do I see myself in my life? Mm-hmm. Here, because it's it's a pretty big right. leap. And, and and let me push again. You know, the the encouraging factor, or what I would encourage uh, any other population, or any other state, or other mm-hmm. cities and towns in Vermont is you've got when you're questioning whether you're building an ecosystem or not, mm-hmm. or should we build an ecosystem, or should we have a lightning jar, or should mm-hmm. we put money towards this and effort towards that. That you know, the story didn't end with just getting them here. Right. It has to be that an ecosystem exists mm-hmm. for Beth to participate too, which means you need a downtown uh, program mm-hmm. director to to help her around and look mm-hmm. at parcels. You need you know a class to go through if you want to be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. which means you got to be working with your local colleges. Mm-hmm. So you can start to really see that ecosystem mm-hmm. churn. But that was you know that was a long time coming. And so if you're another rural state or another rural town, you know looking at this and saying, wow, we should start to invest in the cultural plan, start mm-hmm. to invest in an 
economic plan. Yeah. You know, my, my question to you, Beth, is, you know, you've been here for about a year now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you seeing? Are you seeing new people come in? And what would be some of your recommendations for the town of Bennington or just any other Vermont town or even the program that said, you know, here's maybe the next evolution of the program. Here's the next evolution of Bennington. You know, I think um, we've really seen the community and the people that are working really Mm -hmm. hard to make this community important and Mm -hmm. fun to be a part of. Um, You know, I I knew there were organizations like that in Denver, Mm -hmm. but it's such a big city that Mm -hmm. you kind of get lost. But in coming here, you know, immediately being a part of the Arts Council and joining the Chamber of Commerce and Mm -hmm. being part of um, the Better Mm -hmm. Bennington Corporation Mm -hmm. downtown, it really helps us feel supported. Mm -hmm. And we know, I know all the owners of the shops around us and, you know, I can talk to them face to face or we have a Facebook group. We are talking about the different events that are happening downtown and it's just the constant feeling involved and the constant events happening in in Bennington and even ones on Main Street, you know, the Garlic Fest and the Arts Festival and the Food Truck Festival, you know, Having come from a large city and seeing that in a small town, yeah. it makes me feel this town is here. Mm-hmm. It wants people to come here and it wants to put time and energy into its residents and to the people that visit it. Well, do you know anybody in Denver that might be interested in following <laughs> along? <laughs> we That's have... the follow up lead right there. You know, I mean, part of that is, and when we speak about it in the state of state program, that there's a compounding interest to that. You know, part of the arguments, and, and you're leaning on this a little bit, Jonathan, is mm-hmm. to the programs like that is what's the ROI? Yeah. I don't see mm-hmm. the brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Right? We didn't invest in, yeah. say, affordable housing. We saw a building go up. Right. No, you're investing in humans and hearts, and that's a whole heck of a lot more. Uh, it's a harder thing to measure. All that being said, you know, I think, um, I think those are things. Those are measurements. Those are things harder to to build for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they but but the reciprocating thing is that Beth could now go tell three more people. When we look at the state of state program, we've had sixty people come into Bennington County mm-hmm. for the last two years, and eight choose to move here. That means there's still. 52 yeah. people, which is hard to measure, but 52 right. people that are going, well, okay, I, yeah. I like that experience, but it's going to take me another two years to move or another year to move or another 10 years. And as that program continues to build, there is what, you know, I think there's the compounding interest. We're going to get a call five mm-hmm. years from now, right. and they're going to say, I went through the first one that you did. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't make the decision then. The life right. stages didn't match up, but now they do. And so what's exciting about this program, talk about a return on investment. You're going to have return on compounding investment, yeah. and that's going to be the exciting thing. So absolutely, Beth, go back and tell all your <laughs> Coloradians that, yeah. uh, <laughs> that there's a similar, uh, you know, similar climate here. I think that's what's always interesting when we do look at Colorado and some of our other sister uh, states and sister cities over there. Um, it, it, you know, at the same way, it, there still are the four seasons here. Mm-hmm. You've got mountains to ski, things mm-hmm. like that, which we find to be interesting. And so, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the Beyond yep. Gallery. Friday mm-hmm. evening, Saturday, and Sunday. Are you doing Saturday and Sunday? If you make your way down to the South Shire, be sure to check out the Beyond Gallery and say hello and welcome to Beth and John if you see them. Um, and so, I think we have reached our time limit for the yeah. show today. <laughs> but um, Beth, thank you so much. Thank for you for having me here. It means a lot to us. And thank you for joining us today on Shirenomics. We'll be back again probably next month with some other exciting elements to view and to partake of and conversations to have. So on behalf of Matt Harrington, (laughs) I'm Jonathan Cooper, and enjoy your afternoon. Thank you. Have a good one.